Chavetz Chaim, in the introduction to his Sefer Chavetz Chaim, on the laws of forbidden speech, Ashnahara, slander, lists the various positive and negative commandments that are found in the Torah that pertain to this area of life. And among them is the well-known mitzvah of Yehavtel or Yachokamocha, the obligation to love one's fellow Jew as oneself. He says that in this mitzvah we are commanded to be concerned about the money of our fellow Jew, to be concerned for his honor, to speak in a positive manner about him, and uh, certainly to avoid anything negative. And the Chavetz Chaim says that if somebody speaks derogatorily about a fellow Jew, or even if he believes derogatory speech that he has heard, we can see clearly that he is not fulfilling this commandment to love his fellow man as himself. Because after all, every person knows his own shortcomings. And nevertheless, he doesn't want in any manner, shape, or form that others, others should find out about them, even one, one thousandth of the total. And if it happens that some small measure was discovered and another person went and related it to others, the subject, the person being spoken about, would be hoping against hope that the people should not believe it. And that the words that are being said should be rejected and not accepted by the listeners, so that he should not be established in their eyes as an unworthy person, a person who is not deserving of their respect. He would not want to lose even the slightest measure of their respect. And this is all true, even though he knows about himself, that he has many, many more shortcomings and many more failures than were said about him. But out of the great love and concern that he has for himself, everything is, so to speak, pushed aside, all for the sake of his desire to maintain the highest esteem in the eyes of his fellow men. In the same way, says the Chavetz Chaim, according to the commandment of the Torah to afford and to accord to our fellow Jew what we desire for ourselves, it's an obligation to do whatever we can under such circumstances to not believe the derogatory reports that is said about another Jew. And the Chavetz Chaim spells out elsewhere that even in a situation where we may need to hear the information for the sake of protecting ourselves and uh, preventing harm that uh, could befall to ourselves or to others, nevertheless, we're still enjoined not to actually believe it as a fact, not even to consider it as a real, full-fledged doubt in our minds, but just to act in a manner of concern to protect ourselves or others when the conditions warrant. The Chavetz Chaim concludes that it's for this reason that Torah tells us the episode where Noah became uh, 
intoxicated. I was in a very compromised state. And his children, Shame and Yofes, who protected his honor to the best that they could, received a very great reward to teach us what an obligation it is to protect and preserve the honor of a fellow Jew. This principle, of course, has many, many far-reaching ramifications. Uh, although it sounds quite logical and quite straightforward, we shouldn't minimize the challenge in our own mind of how uh, great an accomplishment it is to afford to our fellow man the same benefit that we would hope for ourselves and to have that kind of a feeling of care and concern for them such that it could bring the uh, desired action into actualization. And one application that uh, we can draw from this pertains to a subject that we discussed recently where a person was wronged by another person and, as the Rambam describes it, is obligated to approach that other person and speak to them about it. And it seems clear from the Rambam, which is quite understandable, that this obligation is not only for the sake of avoiding coming to severe negative feelings, that would be a transgression in its own right of uh, hatred for a fellow Jew, but it's for the sake of helping the person to rectify that wrongdoing. And at face value, it could seem quite challenging. Can I really bring myself to approach the person? How can I do this in a way that uh, will not be uh, threatening to them, will not cause them to be defensive, that will truly empower them to recognize the mistake they made and be willing to apologize? But if we stop to realize what we would want for ourselves in the same situation, if we had somehow, some way wronged another person and perhaps we're not even aware, not realize uh, the extent or the nature of what we did or how they were impacted, and perhaps even if we were, we would want the other person to approach us and speak to us in a straightforward manner. I think most people would admit to that and uh, would certainly prefer that than things being sort of covered up and held back and not spoken out and not come to some good conclusion. So in the same way, we should offer the same benefits to our fellow Jew based on this mitzvah of Yehav Tureach But I think it goes even further because if we wonder, can we really do it in a manner that will empower the other person to admit to that failure. And in this mitzvah, I believe there's contained a great assistance for that component as well. Because if we think about our own lives, I imagine most every person can find that there have been situations where we also acted not in accordance with our true values. Sometimes, even in ways that we didn't really fully understand. But certainly in ways that we could recognize that we were overwhelmed, we were 
somehow pressured, we were somehow caused or challenged in such a way that we did things that we would not have hoped for for ourselves. And nevertheless, we still consider ourselves as basically good, decent people. So if we can carry over that same attitude to our, our fellow Jew, and we could believe about them and see in them that even if there was a significant failure, even if there was an occasion where someone wronged me where I don't understand why they did it, how they did it, I could still approach them in a manner that they will not feel that they have lost my respect. I can somehow understand that it could happen, even though I don't know the precise details and they themselves may not know either. And in that sense, when the Rambam uses the expression that we should say to the person, why did you do this and this? It could take on a very different meaning. It's not an expression of accusation. It's a real, true questioning. It's an expression of exploration. For the person themselves to try to understand, that's really a good question. Why did I do this? I really need to understand it myself. And I'm going to try. And in the meantime, they'll be able to apologize and ask for the chance to rectify that misdeed. And then we will be in the position of granting them our understanding and our full forgiveness. And that will truly be empowering them to restore and regain a level of spiritual purity that is the desire of every Jew and that is our obligation as one nation who are responsible for one another to help each other achieve. May Hashem help us to do so. Thank you very much.